Hey everybody, welcome to episode 51 of Founders Gyan and thanks for tuning in. Each week we bring you the inspiring story of a startup and the founders behind it. This week we are featuring Amit Sharda, who's one of the founders of fundexpert.in, a platform to help you easily invest in Indian mutual funds. Do check out the show notes over at foundersgyan.com/ep51 that is ep51. And also starting this week we have a special segment in association with Marcas to answer a few trademark and copyright related queries. So stick around till the end of the podcast to hear about this. In this week's show we also get into some details around algorithm design for startups as fund expert is heavily algorithm driven. So I hope you get some good and useful information in that portion of the show. All right, let's get the show on the road now. Amit Sharda, welcome to the show. I'm super excited to be meeting you and chatting with you today. Amit is one of the founders of FundExpert.in, an online platform that makes investing in mutual funds effortless with automated fund picks. Amit is a software engineer and MBA with over 17 years experience. His areas of competence includes architecture, design, development, and product management, mostly in the financial markets space. A little bit of e-learning and knowledge management space also. Amit has kindly agreed to answer some questions about algorithms for your startup, which will be a part of the show. Uh, I'm super excited for that segment, particularly. Uh, not that I'm not excited about other segments. Amit, great to meet you. Thanks a lot for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your knowledge, uh, wisdom, and time with our listeners. Uh, thanks, Ram. Uh, pleasure is all mine. So, thanks for the nice intro. Uh, yep. So, uh, so let's talk about your journey. Yeah. Can you give us a quick one or two minute brief about your journey before Fund Expert? Okay, I gave a very macro level overview. Uh, is there anything specific you want to add? So uh, prior to Fund Expert, like uh, uh, I have worked in uh, previous like couple of startups and also a couple of big companies like Wipro and Cisco Group. And my star- experience with startup, which was into artificial intelligence and e-learning. That experience has helped me a lot to uh, what I'm trying to do now, right? And prior to Fund Expert, uh, at uh, in this way, in this company also, we have uh, worked on a couple of other products, which we'll be talking in the uh, future part of the uh, discussion, right? So, so but ultimately, we are working on financial market space. So, Fund Expert is our latest venture in that space. Yeah. Okay. So, explain to us in detail the concept of Fund Expert, and how did you come up with this idea? Yeah, sure. So, uh, in a nutshell, Fund Expert is a intelligent and automated in, uh, mutual fund investing platform, right? So, it's a uh, one problem what we have tried to address is making it paperless, hassle-free, right? Traditional mutual fund had that pain point. So, one is for people just in five minutes you are ready to go type. So, that's one problem uh, which we are solving. The second is. Uh, we are also trying to build a robo advisory above that so that it's uh, we want to ensure like just blindly uh, putting uh, choosing funds and uh, sitting on it doesn't guarantee whether you will be able to make wealth right so robo advisory is is something where uh, we are trying to level the playing field because the wealthy guys will have access to great wealth managers and the, uh, the the companies which are institutional companies have very fancy tools to work right so we are trying to bridge that gap by providing all this technology and powerful algorithms which can do complete risk profiling complete goal management for an individual so that he can he can be pretty sure ki he will be having that sort of uh, 
uh, wealth and money to take care of the goals right so so that's that's something the robo advisory part is is something which we are pretty excited and it's backed by powerful algorithms which tackles market volatility and all so we are doing this work for some time so we now think the product is we are in a position where to give this uh, offering to the retail investors okay yeah. so how did you come up with this idea so i already know uh, offline we were chatting before this yeah. interview and uh, amit uh, you were telling me that uh, uh, you got this idea uh, and part of it is based on your on your uh, traders cockpit right if i'm getting the uh, product name right so so tell us a bit more about the origin of the idea what what exactly triggered you to start right. this right so so the core proposition uh, as i told right we are whatever we are doing we are trying to give the investors and the traders the tools so that they can compete with the best that's our, that's that mantra is there for last 4 5 years so prior to this we had a product called traderscopy.com which was tailor made for professional traders the most active traders and investors who are like who are at least uh, a bit more informed so we created all these tools through which powerful algorithms they were consuming for themselves right so the so traders cockpit is a tool story which does lot of data uh, analytics so that people can consume that data analytics to take to become successful traders so traders cockpit has uh, we got decent success in that we had more than 60 70000 people registered on the site we have around 40000 back tested strategies on it so we had lot of data analytics and algorithms sitting on the site right so that uh, that algorithms power can be taken so but direct equity game is not for everyone right so there is a niche segment but not everyone can participate in direct equities then the our customers were the people who were not able to participate in direct equity we got lot of feedback and we got also feedback from the market ki if we can take the same proposition for mutual fund it may help the masses right so we want to scale our algorithms firepower to scale this business which can impact the millions right so that's where the idea of fund expert come became because in india mutual fund is the instrument through which the retail participation is happening in financial market right. so we had to build a product around mutual fund domain so that's that's where the fund expert origin came okay excellent now for our uh, budding founders listening out there yeah. can you give us some advice on how we can also come up with a good idea right so uh, what i believe is like idea uh, normally like idea will uh, normally come to to mind if you are trying to solve some pain points right so idea will only so either in the pain points which you are experiencing experiencing or a very close one of your friend or family so i think that's normally if you see a pain point and then if you can get a idea how to solve that pain point that's that's where like uh, uh, so that's that's for me the idea was for in our case it was all like we were trying to solve our pain points when i was a working professional in the software industry i was quite fascinated with um, uh, trading and all so i find it it really tough to trade and work also right so i used to come and write my algorithm so that it trades automatically next so that that so we we thought if we can make a product which can which can help the other working professional so so i am very sure like so if you come across a pain point definitely and you you think it the pain point exists and there is a problem to be solved that's that's where i think you should uh, you should really go for it right so so i and, and mostly i believe like more than idea it's all about execution like idea i can say 20% of things unless it's a very disruptive idea which not everyone gets right so right. i'm talking about a like a normal person like you and me types right so if you can think you have in it you to execute it well then there is no like there is no pen go forward yeah. okay excellent that uh, brings me to the next question which is uh, uh, like you rightly said an idea is a very small part of the whole puzzle yeah. and execution matters more so 
what are some of the steps that we need to take in order to make the idea into a reality because there are multiple paths you can choose there are so many different ways and means you can uh, i mean you could talk about maybe creating an mvp or you could talk about uh, market research or this is and there are tons of things so in your mind or in your opinion uh, or maybe you could take your own story uh, and tell us some high level steps on once you have an idea what do you need to do right. to turn it into a product right uh, sure so uh, i'm not sure whether i'll be able to generalize but because every idea is like the domain is different and right. all but uh, i'll try to be like uh, what uh, maybe share my learnings so uh, first of all you need to be very clear like the idea what you are trying to solve the pain points what you are trying to solve you have to create a business out of it right so you should be very clear can it be a profitable business or not Mm-hmm. right uh, some i have seen lot of people just start ventures to get funded and all maybe that's a social success uh, right now one of the metrics what we have but i think if you you should start a company and you should try to solve the problem if you are able to make a successful venture out of it that that's one of the successful uh, basically business out of it it should be a profitable business right maybe it's not scalable enough for the vc or the angels but if it's not profitable it will not go anywhere right, right. and second is like your vision and passion should be very clear then because there will be lot of hurdles lot of um, day to day but if if that is very clear what you want to achieve right and the the most important part is the team right and uh, you have to get that founding team very very correct you have to sell your dream to those guys get them on board because those are the guys and you have to as people say right you if not like they should be more smarter than you because if right. those are the guys and you have to empower them in a way where they you have to make yourself hidden and down the line if you can achieve that that's like you have to lose the control so that the guys can basically your team uh, can take everything forward not everything can be done by alone right so so that's one thing in this uh, apart from the team it's uh, it's all about um, uh i'll say like persistent and perseverance if it's if it's a bootstrap company and if it's a if you're a first time entrepreneur which i'm assuming most of your audience will be then that's very important because there will be so there will be time where you will be so low and all but if you are very clear that this is the right way because you know the best right you can uh, people talk about mentorship people talk about investment i can say these are all people helping you in the ecosystem but ultimately it's up to you to decide what is best for me and all right so you should be very clear ki ultimate decision making is you mentors can give their opinions but you have to act because it's your business you know the best that's what i believe right. so it should be very very clear as because those are people talk about mentorship and all which is good should always consult mentors but ultimately decision is what you need to take okay excellent right. great yeah. uh, great advice there uh, amit uh, thanks for sharing that now Uh, let's talk something personal we all hear about founders sacrificing their uh, family times to make their ventures a success tell us a little bit more about your own family and how you manage uh, business and uh, family or, or personal time business and personal time right so so basically the way i see is this like uh, okay my wife is also a software engineer but uh, and i had a daughter two kids one elder daughter and a son so i treat my this uh, startup journey like the our uh, parent company gumsham labs as my third child so it's a, it's it's actually the you have to assume that way because the startup is like you it will take you more time than family so uh, you're absolutely right but i think little bit is like uh, uh, it's not that difficult also to manage the family time uh, if if you are you can prioritize your stuff of course uh, if you can prioritize your stuff you have to learn to say Uh, no to some opportunities you need to be very focused what you really want to achieve so in our case like basically there was a dilemma because we were bootstrap uh, 
uh, either to focus on the product development or on the services part right so there, it was a very lucrative op- option to do services at some time but so that is something if you would have taken everything maybe my uh, it would be really difficult to manage uh, your family life and all so if you can prioritize the stuff uh, very well i'm very fortunate to have a family which understands both my parents were very supportive about it uh, then but something is basically it's a little bit overhyped if you can manage your time well it's not that difficult also to it every every uh, it's not about entrepreneurship i think every every job has its own pressure right so right. so pressure is there everywhere right so right. okay excellent yeah. now let's talk about uh, rituals is there any daily or morning ritual that you follow it could be a, a professional one or a personal one uh, some people like to you know jog or, or meditate or or maybe some people like to first have a call in the first, uh, first thing in the morning things like that is there anything set like that that you have to do on a daily basis can you share myself with uh, sorry can you share this with myself and our listeners sure uh so with two growing kids it's difficult to stick to a plan but because uh, but we we try to basically uh, me and my wife we try to spend half an hour for a walk at least in the at least four times a week if not more so that's the time we we spend we discuss normally so uh, exchange ideas also and the other thing from a professional point of view uh, uh i try to give at least 10 15 minutes to myself uh, from a bigger picture i like not on a day to day minute things that's normally takes your office time but i think something from a product uh, bigger picture like what are the next set of features or the what customers are looking for so that is something which i think normally for me it has worked always that morning first 2 hours are the most productive time if i give myself 10 15 minutes the the best feature modules what i have done the idea have come in that Uh, so so i definitely give 10 15 minutes of time to myself if nothing else right so okay great now let's uh, take a little bit uh, of time and get into uh, the algorithm part of the uh, algorithm part of your startup so uh, based on your profile uh, i think you, you also agreed that you will uh, talk a little bit more on this uh, so we will start off with a very simple question now uh you uh, basically we were, for our listeners we were talking offline before the interview and uh, uh, fund expert uh, algorithm is is based on the existing uh, one of the existing algorithms of traders cockpit so uh, it's not a not a algorithm that you can just build off the shelf uh, it's it takes years of effort to uh, to build uh, build an algorithm that comes with fund expert but there are a lot of of the shelf algorithms available that people uh, startups lot of startups want to try and customize to meet their own startup so uh, we will uh, we will try to uh, have the section f- uh, from that point of view so you already had an existing algorithm in traders cockpit and you had to modify that to uh, fit fund expert so what are some high level steps you took I mean, right right i'll i'll try to uh address your things so it's basically as as we covered uh, trades cockpit is is for direct equity players right so it can be for play, uh, day traders to uh, traders who are taking a position for 5 days for like a short term trader to a day, day trader is something who takes a position and his algorithm covers the positions on the same day right and then they are like long term traders right so uh, we what we did right was we created a platform which using which 
the, the this backtesting and algorithm creation was made easy for our own research team for ourselves and for some real smart guys who were using traderscope who are our early customers right so one once we did that abstraction it was like it became uh, the place for the smartest guys uh, in india who were traders so they they started they adapted our platform so it became, it solved that problem a bit easier because once so that that gave and last 3 years 4 years we are we, we were into this field so we had a we had a library of algorithms which we had which works pretty well for direct equity in fund expert because it's from mutual fund right we we did some analysis and figured out because mutual fund is also a derivative product of direct equities like most of the equity direct so so we thought we did some uh, testing and we figured out uh, there's a huge correlation between both the asset classes so we 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 took the same algorithms and tested against the mutual fund data and that and, and the indices which are very very uh, closely related to mutual funds and we were amazed to see it works pretty much the same so so in that way it's asset agnostic the algorithms were asset agnostic so for us it was easier to of course some customization has to be done some algorithms are tailor made for fund expert like choosing the right fund that algorithm is not there it, that's a very different choosing a right stock and a right fund so that is maybe a new algorithm but when to rebalance when to come out of a trade of a fund when to switch a fund those algorithms definitely we are we, we are inheriting from the traders cockpit uh, suite okay so let's talk about these uh, new algorithms that you incorporated into fund expert now uh, obviously uh, it's in a, in a very short uh, uh, interview we cannot cover the in depth uh, uh, of how to build an algorithm and things like that but if we take that i want to create a new algorithm for a specific uh, one of our listeners out there might be having an idea which needs an algorithm so how do you how do you advise the listener to approach this problem what uh, would you start with a say flowchart or what's what's the best way to come up with a, with an algorithm yeah if i understood the question correctly this is something which is like very core to your business right so one thing i'm very sure Uh, one of the co-founders or if not more have to basically have that domain knowledge of the startup which you are trying to address right, right. so for us it's like financial sector trading equities mutual fund so, so because this is the work which you can't be dependent on or you can't outsource to anyone else the other some pieces of technology you can outsource but this is like the heart of the product right, right. so if i if i'm just if i'm just hypothetically if you are trying to solve something like a Uh, algorithm and trans- transport transport let's take, let's so take, you yeah, transport. so either you need to have a prior working experience in a similar sort of a thing mm-hmm. or or you need to have a very solid research background so that because this is something which you'll not be able to pick off the shelf mm-hmm. this is not the skills which is very easy to pick right right so i'm assuming if someone is trying so 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 that is so let's let's assume the person already has a as right. a background right. right on the domain could you kind of maybe elaborate a little bit on some of the basic design principles of algorithms maybe uh, that would help a, a new startup you know uh, i'm sure like a uh, l- lot of people might just give up you know that oh i have to design a huge algorithm that takes care of so many thing- things so is there some basic design principles that we can follow to build algorithms okay. i think when when we're talking about like for us this algorithm was is the heart of everything right, right. so this is something uh, when we st- like when we do uh, uh, when you do when you are in that mode whether you to take a plunge or not 
we were very clear ki something so that that i'm assuming like if it's if that sort of thing that questions we need to have that answered before we start right, right. if you're not able to crack that algorithms there's no proposition at all right so traders like so, so that's one thing right. the second thing is in, in a layman term what is algorithm algorithm is like a set of rules right, right. A set of rules and then you do uh, you 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 assign ki if this condition happens and if this doesn't happen and right. that happens take this decision right, right. so in a, in a layman terms right. so we thought like because for our for a traders cockpit point of view we wanted because everyone has some something which is very peculiar to what works for him in markets right, right. but what people didn't had was how what is in their mind if there is something which they can put it together and test it to figure out with, without losing hard and money right. ki whether it works or not right. so that was something which we figured out that there was a need for that sort of a tool but if i ask you to write those algorithm in some programming language then there's a show stopper for that correct so so this were the two pain points which we address ki okay people are looking people have some domain knowledge uh, uh-huh. and they want tools to test it out mm-hmm. so we made that abstraction out so that they can create english type of uh, rules mm-hmm. and put it together in simple mm-hmm. terms as you rightly told so that they can backtest that first figure that out whether that algorithm is running for me or not so same tools are used by our team mm-hmm. same tools we mm-hmm. what the tools which were we were using internally we also opened mm-hmm. up for our cu- customer base If you like the show do follow us on Facebook and Twitter the link is www.facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan both these provide you daily tips and articles as well as resources to help and inspire your startup there are multiple tips per day some examples of these tips would be articles on the latest startups growth hacking tips how do you build team for startups how to get funding etc So don't forget facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan. Okay. So that okay. So so let's just take a step back. Yeah. So you just mentioned that uh, algorithms are nothing but simple sets of instructions. So I think we will take it from there. So is in your I'm getting a little bit technical here. So is in your mind an algorithm and a flow chart one and the same, or do you see a difference between an algorithm and a flow chart? If I can draw a flow chart. Yeah, is that an algorithm? Uh, what I understand is like flowchart, maybe little bit at a higher level where you are trying to address the complete f- workflow of the complete product, right? Right. So maybe there may be a use case where some some particular components of a flowchart may maybe have to be translated in, into few algorithms itself. Mm-hmm. So suppose you are trying to solve some business problem, right? Mm-hmm. So you may have. the flow chart may be at a high level this first is like how we will acquire users then right. why will users come to our site what is that usp what we are providing that right. that usp part itself can be a set set of very very uh, uh, high engineering algorithms which you have to code right but but if first you have to come up with a flow chart you have to right. figure out what is the key differentiation what is right now not when you do a sort analysis okay, this is not there right now in the uh, the competition this is the pain point what people are looking for this is not there right now in the market or if it's there there's a way to improve it right and then then take that piece and try to break it okay how will you be able to serve it so there i think you will come to know okay if i add this algorithms to my product right, right. it may it may reduce the latency or it may it may, it will give you this more insights right, right. so that that is nothing but that's so algorithm is will be very very specific to your business problem correct and then you should be competent enough to what you are thinking what if the pseudo code if you are able to write in english right you should be i think that's not a big problem to convert into a uh, working piece of code which is right. like uh, right. in, so so that's that's normally happens so in our case it was like um, 
uh, we we had to write so we, there's there's so much market data right? right and there's so much uh, uh, it's all live data so much parameters we have to do so we tried combination of different different parameters to see what is more relevant right. market response to the stock prices respond to which type of indicators more right? Right, right so this combination of that leads to so many algorithms in our case okay okay and uh, that's 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 great uh, inputs there now uh, in terms of uh, the uh, algorithms uh, itself uh, so you you are just mentioning that uh, there there could be so many different uh, pieces of algorithms and and things like that. Are there any tools that are available that uh, can be used to generate these algorithms? Uh, it could be like I don't know, maybe uh, UML diagrams or swim lanes. Uh, any specific tools? It could be principles or it could be specific uh, uh, tools that uh, software that is available to you know work on these algorithms uh, because obviously it is complicated right right uh, so maybe some things which i'm not aware but i think because as i told this this is one of the very very core things of your thing uh-huh. right so ultimately you will require a lot of flexibility at your end right uh-huh. you so, so i somehow feel you will end up if you use some standard tools also it mm. will be uh, down the line it should not become it should not become restrictive right. because so some things which are very core it's always good to have complete control over it so uh, that so mm. so that's what we we felt we we created this tool in house okay for our algorithm creation tool itself we have created in house okay. so that because we wanted the complete control over the things right so okay so. okay great and and uh, what would you talk in terms of scalability i think uh, uh, do you think scalability is an issue that you need to think about early on while creating the algorithm or you can't really predict and so, it has to be like kind of changed yeah, so it's this is like uh, again it may not be generic but i think uh, so basically uh, you have to say of course you have to uh, whatever product you are designing it has to you you should provision like it can it should be scalable there is no doubt about it but sometimes it becomes difficult if you try to over engineer upfront right your your time to market will suffer right and in our case specifically uh, this line the product development is an ongoing thing like in traders corporate it's more than 4 years still we we are working on new modules right so this is a this is a trade off like you have to get the core things up uh do it fast do it agile and then throw it out to the customers because ultimately customer feedback and customers are the people who will who will design the future roadmap of the product right, right. and if you have got your engineering right up front uh, and if you use the right stack technology stack uh, you can always scale it up down the line if you are struggling for scale like that that's a good problem like if 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 you have reached the stage where you are struggling for scale there will be a lot of people to help you out that means right. you have traction right. and you are not able to scale right? right so that's a good problem to have right excellent and um, uh, what about uh, speed so for example one of the i i think one of the major criteria of your product specifically would be the speed at which the algorithm runs right so is is that something that you thought about early on and uh, you optimized for speed right at the beginning or or kind of along the way you kind of try to add little tweaks okay. here and there because i think it's always a bit of a balancing act right between right. speed and uh, right so uh, just just maybe uh, just to clarify a bit i think there are two types of in, in trading uh, industry there are two types of algorithms one is like high frequency trading and one is like a low frequency trading high frequency trading is like where your decision making is like multiple times within a microsecond man like right. that sort of a thing so that is that product 
is not tailor made for retailers right and there are so many regulations in india for that right so that is highly that so we are not into hfts we are into like low frequency trading where the decision making is in a minute or 5 minutes and all so first of all that clarification there right. because for hft you know you have to the servers and all have to be co located with the exchange and all right. and that the, the economics of scale doesn't work right. that type of product will not be able to serve the retailers the right. costing will not work right? Right. so we are not into hft and that's not the okay. we are very different we are like right. into more into lfts but right. of course then also then also speed matters. speed matters right so it's again uh, as, so it's it's that in, uh, that's one of the core thing uh, when, when you engineer a product if you write if you, if you design uh, the, this all the things were incorporated at the design time so that we are able to scale now we can scale by uh, when the load like uh, we can scale as the load increases right so so horizontal scaling and all can be done but if if we have got the engineering right okay. so we, I, we had a very smart engineering team which uh, okay yeah. okay took care of a lot yeah. of the details so yeah. i think that's that's great i just have like i think i have two two questions yeah. uh, one is like uh, obviously your uh, your technology stack matters uh, a lot when it comes to algorithms right uh, uh, so uh, can uh, since you are a financial product uh, so can you just say uh, or, or recommend any good technology stack for our listeners who could be maybe working with uh, similar uh, it needn't be financial you know they could be working with high high amounts of data Correct. you know uh, similar uh, similar problems they might be having yeah. you know high amounts of data you know uh, accessing right. um, accessing and making these frequent changes right, right. so is there any any tips you could give in terms of right uh, technology so stack i can i can think like there three uh, most popular is one is uh, uh, there is a good financial library in the python stack also then there is a language called r which is like tailor made for statistical programming so if you are so r is a is is quite quite easy to learn and implement and the third is like uh, the 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 full fledged java stack right so right. so uh, so these are the three which i find more popular right now in the financial sector either right. take it on a python or a python stack or a java stack or if if r can solve if it's a proprietary sort of a solution maybe r is also good enough okay excellent uh, last question can you just give us some tips on algorithm design so obviously we know that each algorithm is individual and per the product but if you have to pick top 2 or 3 uh to top 2 or 3 mantras for algorithm design or top 2 or 3 most important factors in an algorithm design uh what would those factors be according to you uh so uh, in my opinion i i think one of the key things uh, should be like If, if the way you are designing the algorithm if the components of that can be reused later right because there's something which you will always come up where you don't have to rewrite everything you can pick up something from the exist the effort which you have already put so if you can the way you implement your algorithms you can always uh, 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 compartmentalize in a way where some things can be reused later which i think in our context also is very very similar because we test lot of trading systems right so some parts of trading systems Uh, we can always inherit from the previous trading system right. so i think this should be uh, true for everything the second is i think you should the way you are designing ultimately sooner or later it should be scalable also so if if there is something which you have not got it right uh, you will have a 
point of no return in that way right so right. i think if i have two things if you want to ask me it should be reusable and scalable right, right. excellent so yeah reusable and make it such that it scales because yeah uh, i think uh, if you make it in a way that it can't scale then you have to rewrite the entire uh, yeah, so, algorithm so, so that's that's yeah, exactly big, big yeah. time and cost of it okay thanks that was very informative and uh, very useful so now let's let's get back to our uh, our main topic uh, which is about uh, you Uh, so your co-founder is uh, Anurag Sabu, right? So how did you guys meet? Okay, there are several questions here. How important is co-founders? Number two, and what advice would you give for people starting out with regards to getting a good co-founder? Right. Uh, in our case, uh, yeah, me and Anurag uh, uh, met through a common friend. Like in my previous startup, the, one of my colleague. was classmate of anurag so he is from he was from iitb so that's where the and uh, why the synergy is because we all we had the same pain points right so it was like related to trading investing and everything so that common pain point was there regarding the co-founders like uh, of course um, you uh, i'm not uh, i'm not a great believer ki you need to have a best of friends to be co-founders sometimes maybe it's it's better you are not the best of friends so that uh, but you have to have respect of each other's ability so if you have a complementary skills great and you need to have like uh, utmost respect of because that's something which uh, the responsibility of is very clearly Uh, differentiated in that way that's if the complementary skills and you should be able to question each like you the healthy arguments is very very important right in a startup there will be we there will be so many disagreements so you have to have a constructive argument so that we can take a best decision from the from the company point of view so both have to be like both should be free in that way to have that argument going right and of course co-founder i personally feel because it's such a lonely uh, if you are a single co-founder and, and there are very successful startups which have single co-founder but i think it's helpful to have at least a single co- one more co-founder so that uh, you can always um, um, brainstorm a lot of things which validate a lot of things right so and the complementary skills because it's very unlikely ki you can be a technologist and you are good at marketing and you are good at uh, talking to people you are good at sales so right so it always good to have uh, co-founders from different skills so that you can build a team around that co-founder right excellent right. that's that's great advice uh, now we just have another three or four questions so uh, let's talk about inspiring our listeners startups come with a lot of pressure right so can you give us some tips on how we can handle pressure when things aren't going well uh, a lot of times things don't go well in startups so yeah that it will not go well more often so uh, if one thing if i have to tell i think it's transparency with your employees i think uh, because see you have to share good news i somehow like uh, i have experienced like in many companies they don't share the bad news but i think right. one culture which we adopt here is we share the bad news mm-hmm. because if you don't share anyway they will figure it out sooner or later so it's always better to right. have the so it's it's, it's good for, in, in a longer run that's better because because anyway you have already taken care ki your employees are self motivated so uh, sharing a, a a deal which you might have not won or an investor which you have turned you down right, right. that doesn't affect your day to day activities so transparency is one of the things which you take care uh, second is uh, for your personal thing i think if you can manage your time like if you are very clear prior to in startup you will be so many things to do and lack of resources lack of time right so as i i think uh, which we try to do it's not um, uh, is is prioritize the stuff and you have to tell no for many things right if someone is if something is not doable right, right. we should be very clear it's not doable right. so if you do that i think your 
you will be able to manage the stress levels better right that's what we so if you prioritize your stuff what to do and don't have very unexpected so yeah anyway we all are st- uh, stretching right. to do it but some things are not doable right. so you have to right. be able to think so I, that's yeah, i think i think uh, transparency is key to building and maintaining trust so uh, i think that's that's really great advice now can you tell us about your worst entrepreneurial moment and the lessons you learned from that experience uh, right so so there's a couple of thing like see see uh, you may be doing everything right you have the right team the great idea and everything something like timing also has to be right so my previous startup uh, it was a great startup great mind set of people whatever i've learned i've learned from there but then also we were not like super successful because i think we were ahead of time we were working on we were working on some things which now after 10 years those products have materialized right so we were into uh, i'm talking about 2000 to 2005 time when we were working on something e learning kindle type products and all that's that sort of thing right so timing is important that's one thing so you so in our in our case i think the when we started uh, we were initially thinking traders cockpit as a b2b2c product because this product to reach out to the direct traders it was difficult for me to so we actually approached lot of um, uh, this uh, uh, brokerage companies to to sell our technology to them right so that i thought this technology will be very useful for them to go to their clients but then we realized ki that's something which they were not looking for so that was a decision point ki i thought like everything is over this no so so maybe that was a decision when we started we thought it's a product for b2b but then we figured out now we have to see it either as a failure or take as an opportunity and make it a b2c directly which where we can control our destiny in a more controlled way so that was one big decision which we took like 3 4 years back so and and and, uh, and it turned out well right yeah it's, I mean, it's it's still at least we are able to uh, pursue what we want to pursue we are able right. to survive uh, we are right. able to have uh, retain the team and we are able to make products like fund expert and all if that right. would not have happened right. we would not have right i mean uh, it's it's uh, it's always better yeah. that surviving is yeah. any day better than being a failure right so yeah. uh, that's great now now fund expert is just recently launched um, but your traders cockpit has been running for 4 years you mentioned and uh, hindsight is always 2020 right so but uh, so if there is one thing that you would do different when starting out traders cockpit what would you have done uh okay then maybe the concept of fund expert we could have incorporated 2 years back see what right, happened right, yeah, exactly right we could have tried supporting more asset classes much earlier than what we are doing right mm-hmm. so we to be very honest like what one of the other mistake maybe just to answer that thing we got right was the sample size of when maybe our sample size was bit biased about that professional traders so initially we thought that's a there like a lot of takers for this tools also but that was maybe there was a biasness in our sample size when we did our market research so that that was the reason we i think we it took us a little bit more time than it would have taken right. so that's something which i could have corrected is uh, launch uh, a product like fund expert maybe right. two years ahead of time but again the key differentiation in algorithm so i'm not sure how 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 useful it would have become how mature the mature that would have become exactly right. so we think like so, okay yeah. okay great now i just have one final question but before that how can our listeners get in touch with you obviously they can uh, come via fundexpert.in uh, and uh, get in touch uh, with uh, you officially uh, but personally if they want to reach out to you for asking any questions or mentorship or uh, want some advice etc what's the best way are you active on linkedin twitter do you have a blog what's email yeah, what's the uh, what's the best way to reach out to you right so 
uh, one is direct email so it's as simple as amit at fundexpert.in and the second is we do also have a an interesting blog which we have started for blog.fundexpert.in so i definitely request your viewers to have a look and be as blunt as if it's if you like the thing so and uh, i am on twitter also i'm not that active but kora twitter is something you will find my handle you can just okay. search uh, we will uh, you can give that to me offline uh, yeah you can uh, so uh, we will put the uh, links of that uh, yeah. on the show notes page uh, so that uh, people okay. can uh, uh, yeah before i move on to the last question i actually have one more question i said that was the last but um, so uh, can you talk about the pricing of your product uh, the fund expert product so uh what does it cost for a, a retail investor to uh, join and what does it cost for uh, them to use your different yeah. services fund expert has three services one is a flexi invest uh, which is like for a informed guy like who are self pickers who know which fund they can choose so they can directly um, uh, invest in the fund of their choice or our algorithms also give you choice of the best five funds so it's absolutely so all our three services are absolutely free right uh, so safe invest is the other product which is tailor made for retired people and fd lovers so basically the money is invested in safe funds but some tax benefits and all are there and the third which is our key offering is robo uh, robo invest which is more into complete profile management complete so it takes care end to end basically from your uh, one you once you sign up till you achieve all your different goals right it it not only picks funds for you it invests for you it tracks for you it rebalances when it requires as of now robo invest service is also free okay but maybe down the line robo invest service is something which we may have to monetize down the line okay okay and uh, just in the interest of full disclosure here uh, i think uh, uh, the reason why Uh, the services are free is that uh, uh, you would be getting some kind of a uh, small very small percentage oh, yeah, uh, yeah. from the just uh, yeah so that's the only thing uh, what so yeah you are absolutely right the we we get to we have to keep it going right so right. there is a aum uh, the asset under management what we we manage there is a standard protocol with any uh, distributor make right so we get some payment from the fund house great so uh, we'll move on to the final question but uh, before that i just want to take the time to acknowledge and thank you for sharing your knowledge to myself and our listeners uh, i think this financial uh, product is something that is very very necessary for the indian market especially i think a lot of people are still fixated on uh, fixed deposits and you know they don't understand the power of investing in equities and uh, the kind of returns they can make uh, uh, we had a great chat before this we spent almost half an hour one hour talking about a lot of different tips and tricks so uh, i really appreciate that too so with that we'll move on to the final question uh, if there is one gyan that you could give our would be funds only one gyan forget that you ever gave this interview forget that we talked for about 45 minutes if there's just one gyan one advice that you could give our would be funds what would that be so if you really like i'm assuming if you really believe ki some there's a problem to be solved then there is no right time or wrong time to start and just go for it like basically uh, you will not regret it like at least it's better you if you have you if you think you can solve a problem it's worth a try uh, the other things will take care of itself right so it's better to yeah try and fail rather than not try that's right and right. in a bigger picture this small things will not matter I mean, after 10 12 15 years when you'll review it's at least you tried right so excellent advice uh, yeah. amit thank you so much for your time it was a 
we had a pleasure chatting with you and wish you continued success uh, in your venture thanks a lot thanks a lot for having me here hope it's like yes it's a, it's a it's a learning for me also to for the chat what we had prior to this year okay. thanks Great. a lot bye Tushar thank you so much uh, for coming on the show to answer questions with regards to IP trademark and all those jazzy stuff if uh, any of you listeners out there have a question uh, that you'd like Tushar to answer please use the hashtag #askmarcas that is a s k m a r c a s on Facebook and Twitter and we will uh, pick out the most interesting questions and answer them in an upcoming episode of founders gyan uh, so thanks thanks again to shah for uh, for agreeing to answer some of our listeners questions my pleasure ram also a quick disclaimer uh, this advice is gen- general in nature if you have specific questions with regards to your brand or your trademark we suggest consulting a lawyer before taking any advice that you hear on this podcast I I've seen a lot of people getting confused between trademark, copyright and patent. Can you explain the basic difference among these three? Uh trademark is any mark which can be used to distinguish a product from similar or same products. It could be a name, logo, tagline, combination of colors or even a particular smell. So basically any mark which can distinguish your brand from the others. then copyright is a form of protection given to the creators or authors of original literary artistic musical and few other intellectual works then patent is the exclusive right given to use an invention in lieu of making it public so like if someone wants to register a patent he has to register his invention he has to come public with his invention okay what is trademark how does it help and a enterprise or a business a trademark is a word phrase symbol or design that identifies and distinguishes the source of the goods of one party from those of others say for example mcdonalds uses their golden arc to signify the location of their restaurant so basically that arc signifies that yes this is mcdonalds people can identify this particular brand with the help of their trademark Okay what are the important factors to keep in mind while registering a trademark Important things to uh, keep in mind while registering a trademark are uh, it should be distinctive it should not be uh, descriptive abusive or against public sentiments even you should make sure that the work the word which you are registering should not be a generic word so it should it should be unique or a coined word so the chances of getting the trademark increases substantially okay thanks uh, tushar for uh, your time in answering these questions uh, for a limited time markas uh, is offering free filing of trademark you just have to pay the uh, the government registration fees more details can be had on www.markas.in uh thank you very much uh, tushar once again for your time thank you thank you ram thank you for having me on your show again there you have it folks another inspiring startup and its story do check out foundersgyan.com/ep51 for the show notes to links for all that we talk about on the show you can also leave a comment on what you like or dislike about the show on the same page i'll see you all next week with yet another startup and its founder in the meantime do keep putting in efforts on your own startup Remember that action is better than listening to a hundred different podcasts. 
So hopefully you'll take the learnings and implement it. Bye for now and have a great rest of the week ahead.